0: Hey, it's Ryan. Welcome to another weekend episode. Uh, in our bonus episode a couple of days ago, I raved about Steve Ranella's book, uh, Outdoor Kids in an Inside World, which as we are a little bit more inside for the holidays, is a great time to read and set up some plans for 2022. We're heading to the beach, uh, some slightly warmer weather, and we're gonna spend a lot of time outdoors doing stuff walking, fishing, playing, surfing, etc. But anyways, if you haven't read the book, you should. You can pick it up at The Painted Porch. I'll link to it in today's show notes. In today's episode, I'm going to grab some thoughts from my interview with Steve, which I think you'll really like, um, talking about uh, not just the book, but how to be a pragmatic parent and also take chances, uh, bad habits we inherit from our parents, and the importance of questioning those habits and the gravity that pulls kids inside and how to get them inside. I think you're really going to like this. My my son loves Steve's videos, and so uh, I, I brought him in. He, he, he got to say hi before we recorded, so I'll let you listen to that too. How are you? Good. What's going on? Not much. Uh, this little guy wanted to meet you. Because he has watched, like, literally every one of your videos. he is right, a... man.
1: How are so do you doing, What's high? your name?
0: Clark. What's your name? Clark. Clark. I thought I, right. I said cork, like a wine cork. <laughs> Tell him what your favorite video is. What's the favorite hunt that he went on that you like the most? I like the javelina one. You like javelinas?
1: Man, that's cool.
0: Where did it? we just go where you wanted to see a javelina? We went to Big Bend. Oh, you went to Big Bend National Park. Yeah.
1: But you didn't run into one.
0: No. Huh.
1: we you looking, or to or looking
0: I I can I can do javelina calls. Eee, eee, eee.
1: No, that's pretty good. Were you uh when you went? Were you looking hard or not really looking that hard for him
0: We um I looked out Jones' window and my window.
1: Oh, you looked out both everybody's window, huh?
0: Do you have anything you want to ask him before you go back to school? <laughs> do you want, Do are you excited to go hunting sometime? Mm-hmm. What do you want to hunt for? Yeah, Deer? All right. What are you, uh, what are you in so, home? You in homeschool or what are you, bud? I'm in um, virtual school and outdoor school.
1: Why are you, not because of the pandemic or something, right?
0: He does virtual school at home a couple of days a week because we travel a lot. And then yeah. one day a week, he goes to like an outdoor school that's like they learn like campfire skills and hiking and cool, all man. the plants and stuff. Gotcha.
1: So you're in a school that lets you travel around a bit.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: That's
0: pretty sweet. All right. Do you have anything else you want to say? No. <laughs> all right. You want to go? All right. Bye. There is a ritual that we have going on in our house either when we get back from our walk in the morning or as soon as I get home from writing for the day. I walk over to the counter and I go, guys, it's time for your vitamins. And my youngest son, who's two, he rushes over. I give him two Haya vitamins, one for him, and his job is to take the other one over to his brother and give it to him. And they both chew them up, they love them, they're delicious. As you know, most vitamins are garbage. I don't know why our parents let us eat Flintstone vitamins when we were a kid. I don't know why uh, most gummy vitamins are even allowed to be called vitamins. They're filled with sugar, unhealthy chemicals, and other junk that if the point is to have your kids be healthy, they shouldn't eat. And that's why Haya was created, a pediatrician-approved superpower chewable vitamin created by two dads that were tired of children's vitamins that cause more problems than they solve, Haya is made with zero sugar, zero gummy junk, and yet it tastes great. It kind of tastes like a sweet tart or something. Um, it's perfect for picky eaters, and Haya is designed for kids of all ages and sent straight to your door in a package that families love so parents can have one last thing to worry about. It's actually cool. It's this kind of like really hardcore, I don't wanna know if it's a glass bottle, but you get the bottle and then the vitamins come in a packet, so you pull the packet open and you pour them in there. It's made from a blend of 12 farm fresh fruits and vegetables, supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals known to support a healthy immune system, energy levels, brain function, mood, teeth, bones, and more. And uh, I have to say, on occasion, I have eaten a Haya vitamin because I was all out of mine. Your first month comes with a reusable glass bottle. Yes, I guess it is a glass bottle. Your first month comes with a reusable glass bottle. Your kids can personalize with stickers. And every month thereafter, Haya sends a no-plastic refill pouch fresh vitamins. And we've worked out an exclusive offer with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. Daily Dad listeners receive 50% off your first order. And to claim this deal, go to hyahealth.com slash daily dad and enter code daily dad at checkout. That's H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com slash daily dad to get your kids the full body nourishment that they need to grow into healthy adults. Discount is applied at checkout. One of the things we've tried to do is like you can sort of instinctively be opposed to screen time, which would be ironic for people like you and me that make things that go on screens. But like provided that the screens are stimulating interest in the outside world, that's great. Right. So we try to think about stuff that way, like like. Let's watch videos about places that we're going to go, or let's watch videos about things we're going to do. So we took a trip to LA and it's like, we watched all these travel vlogs about going to LA. And then he wanted to do a bunch of things like go on this streetcar and go to this and this and this, that like, frankly, if I just said we're going to LA, he'd have been like, what is that? You
1: know, I think when, when, you know, in, in naming the book, uh, Outdoor Kids in an Inside World, I was like, promo- I was... It's like an acknowledgement. It's not like, I don't, I don't imagine it so much as it's not meant to be like a condemnation of the inside world. It's more like to say that like, there is an intense gravity, an intense gravity that pulls kids inside now. And as I bring up again and again, in the book that gravity is made much greater with the prevalence of screens. It's just, they are, Powerful, right? Like, like media has a powerful pull, and this come from a person that's I, I, like I make it for a living.
0: There is well, processed game. foods versus natural foods. One yeah. is
1: yeah, exactly more yep. addictive than the other. It is a daily conversation in my house. There's a daily conversation, often a daily argument about use of screens, right? It, it could be this. It could be like that. Doesn't look like your homework to me, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. And then you got to be like, well, no, because I'm actually was while well, I was googling, uh, you know, the Han Dynasty, but now I'm watching people have airsoft wars, like, like you know, what I yeah, mean, like, yeah. but you know, it really it relates, you know, or whatever. Like, it's just like it never ends. It never ends. Yeah. But I uh, like the approach I take rather than than this naive idea that I'm going to raise kids unaware of it. Not that I even have any desire to, because one of my kids. Thinks he wants to be a writer. And I'm like, that's a yeah. great idea, right? So what that means in the, the the present day is like, you know, you're involved in media. I'm not going to act like it does a thing. But I do, like you're saying, encourage a deliberate consumption of it. You know, um, I don't like them to just get on, like, I, I don't like them to, to, go to youtube and just start consuming what's served yeah right it's like is there an objective like what is the objective right now like what what path are you going down and take some control like like remember the path take some control about the path you're on we do it very much with we do it very much with books When, when my kids were young i Man, our books were about natural, like, we had a lot of kind of books. The ones that we went out and deliberately got, I got books about natural history, animals, dinosaurs, evolution, right? Hunting. Yeah, what's the bird
0: book you mentioned? Uh, Birdsong Bible?
1: Birdsong Bible. That's the most important book we own. It's a large format bird book that has an audio player in it. I'm sure at this point it's probably gone to an app, maybe, I don't know. But you just type. Man, my kids love it. You type in the number, and it gives you the bird's vocalization. I'm on my second one. It's a phenomenal book. The other most important children's book, uh, my brother in Alaska sent it to me many years ago. It was called Possum. Um, What's funny is I have the book. It's hardcover. Robert McClum. You cannot find this book. I've looked because I wanted to gift it to people. It tells the story. I I I tell I, I I like give a synopsis of this book in Outdoor Kids and in an Inside World. I I give a synopsis of this book and why I like it. It tells the story of a possum mother who's pregnant and she sets off with her young and there is terrible attrition. Of the offspring. A snapping turtle. An owl. A car. A snake. Meanwhile, they're eating baby mice. They're stealing bird eggs from birds. They're the
0: bane of my existence.
1: In the end, there's one female left. She meets a male. They spend one night together. She then has 13 babies. She only has 11 nipples. Two of the babies starve to death. And then the
0: book ends. (laughs) (laughs) Great for kids. Dude, it is, man. It's the cycle of life in there. Because
1: my kids are like, I'm not going you know, I'm not going to come tell anybody my kids are perfect they're far cry from perfect my kids the thing that's important to me is my kids are pretty tuned into the fact that there's life and there's death yeah and it does they do not live in fear of it and they do not think that they can somehow avoid that reality and when you put something in their hands they never say ew ever <laughs> ever Right, they'll eat anything. They'll they'll weigh it by what it tastes like. They do not weigh it by what it is. There's no like you could tell them anything. I I could be like, uh it's a house cat. And they'd be okay. <laughs> See how it tastes.
0: <laughs> we've been dealing with that because like from the pandemic and then living out in the country like our kids are like feral animals we've been Mm -hmm. having to work on some some civilization like look hey at this pool you have to wear a swimsuit and you can't just pee wherever you want it's not like uh, other people have rules like sorry you know you can't you can't do that here If you want to improve your relationship with your kids, one of the best ways you can do that is by improving your most important relationship, which is your relationship with yourself. Whether it's body issues, whether it's eating issues, whether it's childhood traumas from early in life, whether it's a work addiction, a drug addiction, uh, whether it's uh, how you see yourself and that affects how you act in your marriage, dealing with your own issues will make you a better parent. And I think the best way to do that is with therapy. BetterHelp Online Therapy, the sponsor of today's podcast, wants to remind you to take care of your most important relationship, the one you have with yourself. BetterHelp Online Therapy offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't even have to see anyone on camera, definitely don't have to see anyone in person if you don't want to it's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used better help online therapy daily dad listeners will get 10 off their first month betterhelp.com slash daily dad that's betterhelp.com slash daily dad you know
1: what we just did is funny man is uh my wife went and found like, it's like the 13 most important table manners. Yeah. And she printed it off and it lives on the dining room table. And there's, that's a good idea. Well, here's the thing. Instead of every night trying to arbitrarily half-ass, like enforce certain manners, she's now like 50% of the nights, like last night was not, was not a manners night tonight is a manners, night. A manner's night lay that print out on the table and you need to abide by these 13 rules. The goal being the goal being when we're going into a thing, we're going into a restaurant. Yeah. It's manners night.
0: <laughs> yeah. Can you turn it on and off as opposed to blindly, blindly
1: follow it? Because we realize that we cannot get out of them blind universal adherence because it doesn't work because of this reason you're all of a sudden at a picnic and everybody's you're like running around playing frisbee with a hamburger in your hand (laughs) and their minds don't work that way so then you go like well don't eat like don't get up without being excused but but last night i was running around playing frisbee with a hamburger in my hand you know, so it has to be yeah. that it's on or off. We're going to try that now. That's what we're trying right now.
0: <laughs> no, that's great. I love that. Rather I, I got one always kind of on. <laughs> I got one last question for you. One of the things that one of my favorite passages when I was rereading it, because I read American Buffalo before I had kids Then I read. It It, it hits you differently. As they, as they say, you can't step in the same river twice. You talked about your dad uh, quite a bit in American Buffalo, but mm-hmm. you talked about this thing that goes through your head every time you're hunting this test, which to me is a, is an, an interesting stoke thing. You're like, am I being pragmatic or am I being a candy ass? And, yep. uh, how do you think about that in life? And then also with kids, because it is, it's like, I try to be expedient. I try to be smart. I do. I try not to do uh, things that are stupid at the same time. I don't want to be a wuss, you know? Uh, and so how do you think about that balance and what's that voice that's running through your head even now from, from what you got from your dad?
1: Uh, I I still, I, I have a version of it still, I, I can think of just, you know, a few days ago making a decision like that, where there was a thing, you know, out where, uh, I was out hunting in the wilderness area and there was two options and they were, they, they were like, at, uh, at face value it was like six in one and a half dozen in the other. Right potential outcome one was 4 miles more away yeah uh i i like in the end i was like i have to do the 4 mile away one because why is it in my head that i'm leaning toward the other one like am i allowing that to, like is there some reluctance to walk over there and so then i'm like i'm just going to dispatch the, the and i'm going to do that one cuz I'm going to make myself do the one that's that way. Do the harder one? Kind of, yeah, I don't want to be the kind of person that subconsciously is like ruling out labor. With my kids, What I the, the primary thing I find it is I want them to learn things. But it's harder to have them help. Yeah. Cleaning fish. Cleaning fish. I can do it faster and better. Right? It'll take three times as long and all the flays will be messed up. If they do it. If you're like a person that's like kind of like a perfectionist and shit, that shit's hard. (laughs) But like, I force myself to be like, I'm going to do the longer, less perfect version because if they don't learn this now, they'll never learn it.
0: Do you think about that voice in your head? There's a a great Bruce Springsteen thing where he says like, are you an ancestor or a ghost to your kids? Right? Like, are you what voice? What voice in your head are they? And I think about, Unfortunately, a lot of the things I have from my dad are not like positive like life building up things. They're unfortunately negative. How do you think about cuz ultimately we are the voice in our kids' heads, right? How do you think about the voice that you put in their head?
1: Man, my dad did a lot of great things. My dad did a lot as a dad. He did a lot of great things. He did a lot of horrible things. I'd like to say that I I'd I I'd like to think that I am bringing to my kids those good things that I learned from him. And I like to think that I am intentionally filtering out the bad things, though I understand every impulse that must have been driving him. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, I know why you did what you did. I can see it now. I don't like it. You shouldn't have. But I understand this shit is frustrating. It's hard to raise kids,
0: you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The year 2000, 2008, 2022. When it comes to the economy, those were some scary years. The dot-com crash, the housing crash, and the roller coaster that we're going through right now. One thing is certain, it's a dangerous time not to know your numbers. But over 31,000 businesses have the confidence and clarity they need because they rely on NetSuite from Oracle, the number one cloud financial system. NetSuite gives you visibility and control of your financials, your inventory, your HR, your planning, and your budgeting, so you can manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve your margins. Everything you need all in one place. So how do you prepare for uncertain times? The answer is NetSuite. NetSuite helps you identify rising costs, automate your business processes, and easily see where to save money. That's why 93% of customers say they improved their visibility and control when they upgraded to NetSuite. So what are you waiting for? Right now, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind special financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash dailydad right now. That's netsuite.com slash dailydad, netsuite.com dailydad. That's where that self-discipline comes in, right? The, yes. like, I could do this. I could probably get away with this. It's not illegal to do this, but it's not right to do this. Yeah. I do it all the time,
1: man. I may, I, you know, I'll lay in bed at night and I'll be like, you know what? Like parenting shit. I'll be like, that, that's that got to end. You cannot do that anymore. You can't freak out yeah. on everybody like that.
0: Yeah. You're gonna yeah, I've. Up. You know? I've I, there's not a single time I've ever lost my temper around my family that afterwards I was like proud of myself. You know, it never ages well. Oh, no, like, like, what the,
1: what my the God. Fuck? That was the right thing to do.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I've always. Uh, oh, my God. When oh. anytime I'm frustrated or rushed afterwards, I'm like, I cared about that. Like, what? You, or, you know what I mean? Like, you're like, uh, like you, you walk into our garage, it's all covered. They were drawing all over the garage. And I remember I was upset the first time I saw it. Now, every time I walk by, I see the crayons on the garage. It makes me happy. Right. (laughs) And so why couldn't I, why couldn't I have been there? You know what I mean? I have no plans to sell this house. And even if I do, how, how hard is it going to be to cover up some crayons? But I took it, you know, at the time I inheriting from my parents, like, you know, you can't drink that in the car. You're going to spill it all over the place. Who gives a shit? You know, in retrospect, who gives a shit?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's vaccine. And and I'll tell you that, uh, I think about this book, um, the minute we found out my wife was pregnant 12 years and nine months ago, whatever my agent uh, who I've been with a long time and he knows Mark, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mark Gerald. He's like, man, you got to write a book about how you're going to sort of like handle your kids and, and, and your relationship with nature. Like how will you impart that on them? How will you give them what you got? You know? And that's yeah. I, so why I think it's a little premature right now. Right. But he <laughs> Like and it gradually became my own idea. I became to own the only idea, but it took rather than, uh, you know, it took me this many years to land in a spot where now I have a seven-year-old, a nine-year-old, a 12-year-old I've landed in a spot where I'm not going to come and say to someone that I would never present myself as a parenting expert or something. But when it comes to like kids and nature, um, I have racked up, uh, a level of subject matter expertise about like the, the the hands on practical aspects of it. Right. And a lot of lessons learned. And, um, and, and I definitely present the, 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 in the book, I present the ways and where I feel like I've messed up, where I've fallen short, what I've learned that I think would be good for parents to know who, Parents who do want their kids to feel at home, at eye level with nature, right? Like I feel that there's a lot in there, but man, I am not perfect as a dad. I'm not perfect as a husband. i would never act like I am.
0: I would be very uh, suspicious of anyone that claims otherwise. They're probably the worst. Like, you know what I mean?
1: Oh, you know what's funny about that is whenever someone tells me how bad their kids are, I always, I'm always, i always like, I bet your kids are pretty great.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> the parent who's like, oh, dude, my kids are nuts. I'm like, yeah, I bet they're all right.
0: <laughs> no, I I think about that whenever, whenever like, my wife's like, am I doing enough? Am I screwing up? Like, are we depriving them of something? I go, you know who's not thinking about that? The people that are actually not doing enough and depriving their kids. <laughs> like that you're even thinking about the question, you're like, my parents weren't thinking about that question. Right. And like, like yeah. my parents didn't, didn't think about if I was getting enough water or not, you know, like I was just asking my mother-in-law, I was like, ever once did you think about whether Samantha was hydrated? And she's like, <laughs> I've never considered that in my life. And I'm like, and yet you probably got upset when she threw a temper tantrum or she was acting weird. It's like, there's just the things that they weren't even aware to care about. You yeah. know, <laughs> uh, you're, you're doing fine. Like you're doing great. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny the
1: dehydration thing. Yeah, it's hilarious.
0: I th- I think ninety percent of the time they're hungry, they're tired, or they're dehydrated. That's mm. why they're acting like a crazy person. Not because yeah. they're shitty. <laughs> it's
1: not because you raise an asshole. <laughs> yeah,
0: you've forgotten that, man. It's on you. Well, dude, this is amazing. I love I love the new book. This one I think is an all time classic, and uh, the the two hunting books are great. And I've used them both and uh, cooked many things from them.
1: Great. Well, I appreciate the opportunity to come on and talk about it, man. I really, it's, it's kind of you to do it.
0: Hey, thanks for listening to the Daily Dad Podcast. You can get this via email every day as well at dailydad.com. Please leave us a review in iTunes. And most importantly, if you know any dads or parents who would benefit from these messages, please spread the word. Thanks.